Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Welcome back. This is Sister Aniste. And this is Sister Veritas, and we're here with Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life. And I'm excited to be back. Me too. Right? Like, okay, so we've talked about being beloved sons and daughters. Yep. We've talked about being loyal brothers and sisters. Yep. And this next layer we want to add is like, like we're going to talk about being faithful to the one love. I love that. Ooh. Right? Fidelity to the one love that yep. we're, we're called to. Faithful love. It's what we want. It's what we desire. Like, it's knit into the human heart. What, what do we want? Everybody wants happily ever after. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Right? And actually, it's for real, sister. Like, yeah. if you check into the Catechism, 1604, it says, God, who created man out of love, also calls him to love. Mm. The fundamental and innate vocation of every human being. For man is created in the image and likeness of God, who is himself love. Mm-hmm. Like, we're called to a great love, and it brings joy and beauty to the human family. I mean, human love is so beautiful. It is. It's stunning. And it's, it's like, it truly is what we all want. We want committed love. We want love that lasts forever, that we can rest in and be at home in and be ourselves in. I mean, I think it's just a true reality. True reality. It's We can see this. We're going to talk about this, break mm-hmm. this open as we look at God, mm-hmm. who is is so faithful and how he's inscribed this whole reality in creation and into his design of the church but even like even at a grassroots uh level here sister um i think a story that kind of paints this i don't know what do you think i'd love it i love stories yeah so it's like and especially like right when it comes to like love and humanity like it gets awkward and messy and (laughs) (laughs) and dynamic and like okay so i'm i was in college and so I went with a group of friends ice skating. Uh-huh. Okay. So one of my friends was in kind of an early dating relationship um, with this guy. And so, you know, when it's early on, it's it's a little tense yeah. and... <laughs> Sweet and awkward. and There we go. Yeah. Awkwardness.com. <laughs> and um, so so I'm like cheering her on and, you know, like, you know, have a great time and ice skating, right? Yeah. It was <laughs> so great. Classic movie date. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it could only be blessed, right? So... Sure enough, she was a decent skater, but, you know, it had been a while since she'd been on skates. So, like, I mean, honestly, I can remember it like it's yesterday. So I'm wa- watching her skate next to her, her boyfriend, you know, of, oh. I think of a couple weeks. Like, this is very early. Wow, okay. Yeah. And so they're ice skating along, and, like, the ice skating rink is packed, and there's people standing all around, and, like, you know, the Christmas music's playing, and it's just lovely. Uh-huh. Um, winter Wonderland. Sure enough, my friend starts losing control, right? She she catches a a tough edge and, like, starts flailing her arms and, like, you know, and it's like, whoa, you know, she's, like, starting to scream, like, she's going down, she's going down. But, like, literally, like, in an instant, it was unbelievable. Her boyfriend swoops in, (laughs) scoops her up, and literally, like, before I know it, she's in his arms and, like... It was as if everybody could feel that this was happening because the entire ice skating rink, and it was a pretty big rink, like erupted in this cheer. (laughs) Like it was so victorious. Like everyone was cheering. They're like, way to go, man. And like, awesome. um, It was like pure victory was in the air. The whole human family was rejoicing 
you know, and he like, okay, the, the guy, um, her boyfriend, his smile was like radiant. I've never seen a guy look so proud. Like he knew he'd done good. He'd done very good. <laughs> very good. He safeguarded, he protected, he upheld, wow. um, you know, he cherished this, this gift, um, of my friend. And she, she was telling me later, she was like, ah, that was amazing. That was amazing. I felt so good. Wow. Um, in a sense to be saved. Yeah. And again, this beautiful dynamism between men and women and, and you see it even in early relationship. And yet also like the, the human family, how, how victorious it is when love is found, yes. um, Definitely. when love is lived, mm -hmm. uh, when this plan for love is, is unfolded and, um, it brings joy. It brings, it brings fulfillment. It brings beauty. And this is what we're called for and made to live in and for is this faithful love, this yeah. fidelity to a great love, a lifelong love, a love that you find in marriage, a mm -hmm. love that you find in, in someone dedicating mm -hmm. their life to something, mm -hmm. a love that you find in, in consecrated life mm -hmm. or the priesthood. Um, it takes a lifetime to express it and mm -hmm. it takes faithfulness to protect it. Sister, kabam. That's awesome to be caught up in this one great love and let it carry you and, and be totally given to it. That's awesome. Well, I cannot wait to dive in further. Yeah, yeah. Should we start with a prayer? It sounds awesome, sister. Kick us off. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus, we thank you so much for your love, for your faithful love. Thank you for creating us, for loving us into being and calling us to life. Jesus, we ask you to help us experience deeply um, your presence to us, in us, uh, your love for us, and help us, Lord, to know um, ourselves as good and to know the plan that you have for us, to live this faithful, awesome, beautiful love uh, in our lives forever. We entrust ourselves, all those who are dear to us, all the needs and intentions of our hearts, to you and to our Blessed Mother, as we pray, Hail Mary, full, full of, of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Spouse of the Holy Spirit, pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. It's beautiful, sister. It is. And sister, as you were speaking and sharing about that story, which is awesome, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But it, it makes me really think of like even just starting with God's love, God's faithfulness, God's fidelity to us, because that's the source and the root of all fidelity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he, as it says in scripture, he loved us first. We love because he loved us first. Yeah, and, and how, do, yeah, how do we, how do we dive into this and, and let ourselves be, live in this faithful mm -hmm. love of the Lord? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a sense, yeah, he loved us first. I mean, sister, well, even just to echo that it's throughout scripture. Mm -hmm. Um, he, speaking to the reality that God is faithful. Mm -hmm. I mean, in Hebrews uh, ten twenty three, it says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Mm. So he who promised is faithful. This is the God that is backing us up, that is calling us. Um, I mean, where else do we see it? In, in Psalm 119, um, it, it just says forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. Mm -hmm. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You have established the earth and it stands fast. 
Um, and we do. I think even if we look at our our everyday life, mm-hmm. we really love the constant. We love yes. the stuff that shows up for us, right? Yeah. The sun rises, that cup of coffee, thanks for being there. Yeah. Um, even I was thinking about the pews in our little chapel. It's yes. like they have been there forever. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, you know, thanks for being there, backing me up, I know. holding me in my prayer life. It really, it's true. And even sister, I'm thinking if we had some, some of our first generation sisters visit this convent lately, Mm -hmm. and this is one of our first convents and they were just so consoled by the fact that nothing has changed (laughs) for 30 years. (laughs) And they're like, wow, this is the same table. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember one sister saying, this is the same like bowl that we used in the kitchen, all these things. And it was like, it was like this little wink from God. Like I'm, I'm here. I'm faithful. And it it, it was the comfort it gave to their hearts and the joy. It was actually awesome just to hear that. Yeah, no. And sister actually, even research says, um, this is secular research and and faith-based research too. When the question is being asked, what makes for a happy life? Mm -hmm. Like lifelong happiness, Mm -hmm. fulfilling, good life and common denominator um the thing that pops up again and again and again is faithful committed relationship Mm -hmm. and like so as we speak about um being faithful it's like even if you look at the dictionary it's like what are synonyms like to be loyal to be constant to be steadfast um faithful implies unswerving adherence to a person or thing or to the oath or promise by which a tie um was made uh and that when we think about it when when we kind of talk ourselves into when people are faithful to us Mm -hmm. whoa it means so much it builds me up um and even the opportunity to be faithful to another yeah that also grows me um all of a sudden i'm like whoa i'm capable of a great love Mm -hmm. i'm capable of all these virtues that we actually find ourselves in giving of ourselves Mm -hmm. we find ourselves and, and come to a greater fulfillment as we receive others. So even when we consult our human experience, right. it points us to this eternal design yeah. that, that we've been made in the image and likeness of a God who is love and a God who is faithfulness, and that we're called to um, live this way, to one great love and fidelity to that one great love. Amen. And I love that because... It- this is the God who in scripture, all through scripture, like you were saying, but he really um, speaks of himself as the faithful husband or the, the bridegroom of Israel. Mm. And then later Jesus talks about he's the bridegroom, the church is the bride, you know, that, that whole imagery of bride and bridegroom, it's all through scripture. And it, it's for a reason, actually, because he he uses the, the human um, image of marriage to actually reflect what is happening in the Trinity, that, that communion of persons, that giving of love, um, that faithfulness, mm. you know, to the bitter end, Christ on the cross, mm. right? And I think that's, it's like knit within our, like the DNA of our soul Amen. is that desire and need, actual need for committed love, because that's what we can root ourselves and rest in and anchor in. Um, and it not only, like, I love what you're saying, sister, but it's almost like being able to give ourselves in a committed way actually leads to a flourishing of love that we didn't even know was possible. Amen. Because I'm going to I'm gonna love you in and through the ins and outs, right? I'm going to love, he's going to love his spouse through the ins and outs. And it's like, that's, ah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's an image of the love of God. Amen, sister. Well, and even like, again, to like tap into the quality of this, because... As you were speaking, in the Old Testament, you know, prophets spoke of the relationship between God and Israel 
in these, in a sense, spousal terms. Mm-hmm. Um, the New Testament, um, you know, John the Baptist um, is this friend of the bridegroom, right? The church is the bride. Um, and heaven is this wedding feast. Mm-hmm. And the reality, too, like, what's the quality of this love? If you, if you think about the, this image between Christ, the bridegroom, mm-hmm. and the church, the bride, this is an unsparing, sacrificial love. Mm-hmm. Christ gave his whole self mm-hmm. unto letting his, his heart be pierced um, unto total, utter vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, a love without boundaries. Mm-hmm. A love without measure. And here, the bride receives this love. And to think about this, mm-hmm. that this is the dynamic that will satisfy our hearts mm-hmm. as we live out this epic of life on this side of the veil. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's it's really, really powerful to think about. Um, and yet, too, I think, I don't know, I know living in this culture, growing up in this culture, um, it's also a place that um, I think many have been very disappointed, mm-hmm. that many have been wounded. You know, whether you've been someone who was unfaithful to another, um, and, and the pain of that, the regret of that, or perhaps mm-hmm. you're someone who has suffered infidelity, um, and, and the experience of betrayal or sorrow or disappointment in that, mm-hmm. um, that the reality of the pain of, of that, which I think is great. Um, and I think we've all tasted and been touched by it actually mm-hmm. in this, in this time that, uh, there's been a lot of failures in love and, and we know the struggles of this, mm-hmm. um, of trying to say yes, and that it can be so messy and, and hard. Um, that the pain doesn't speak to the fact that uh, you're incapable of giving a lifelong yes. Right. And the pain doesn't speak to the fact or any reality that you're not worthy Mm -hmm. of a lifelong yes. Um, It actually speaks to the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Like that pain actually reveals the reality that that's exactly what you're called to and made for. Mm -hmm. And I think... I know it's just so important to acknowledge that and, and gathering up um, places we feel like we failed or we have been failed or we've been disappointed or let down and bring these mm-hmm. to the Lord. Um, allow him to come in with his love and his mercies and his faithfulness yeah. because that's, that's where we have the guarantee and that's where we find our help and our rock mm-hmm. um, to begin again. And to allow him to make all things new, if, mm-hmm. if that's what we're in need of. Definitely, sister. And as you're speaking at it, it's so beautifully. Um, but just that, that passage from scripture, like even if we are unfaithful, he will still remain faithful. Mm-hmm. And actually his faithfulness can, can lift our chins, can raise us up, can um, heal and restore. And I th- yeah, I think it's important, like you're saying, whether it's we've been a recipient of that, of infidelity, or we've been guilty of infidelity, um, yeah, let Jesus in there. Let him let, let him hold you. Mm-hmm. Let him love you. Mm-hmm. Let him, you know, breathe his spirit on you and make all things new. Um, and that there's nothing beyond his love and mercy. Amen. There's no sin or darkness greater than his love. He he keeps his, his promises to us. Yeah, sister. And he's never going to let us go. And, he's, and also, I want to say, he has never stopped loving us. Amen. No matter what has happened, he has never stopped loving us. Mm-hmm. And to really rest on that. Mm-hmm. Um, he suffered with us. And to rest in that. Amen. Yeah. Love is the epic, the effort, mm-hmm. uh, the thing that's worth starting over and trying again with. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I love Blessed Bruno Lentieri, mm-hmm. uh, a new chippy. Um, now I begin. Yeah. That whatever's happened, 
now I begin. Mm -hmm. And um, living for this great invitation and summons that God makes to every human heart and that he will back you up. Mm -hmm. He will back you up in in this great call mm-hmm. um, because it's what it's what we've all been made for yeah but i guess too in that sister it's like okay so we're talking about fidelity mm-hmm. uh, to the great love mm-hmm. fidelity to the one love mm-hmm. we're speaking of being faithful spouses mm-hmm. basically um and i guess like i don't know for those listening or even as i was thinking about my own journey it's like whether I am preparing for, God willing, this, this lifelong yes to love, mm-hmm. um, maybe I'm engaged, or maybe I'm like in, in, in the long haul, in right? It to win it. I'm in it to win it. Yeah. It's like, you know, how do we grow ourselves? How do we sharpen our freedom? Mm-hmm. How do we um, find encouragement in what is epic, right? There's joys mm-hmm. and there's sorrows and there's battles. Mm-hmm. Like, it, sometimes it's, you're tempted to give up. Definitely. Well, actually, and actually, I think that's a guarantee, to be honest. Um, No, really. But Mm -hmm. for whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, if you're in any committed relationship, you know, there will be guaranteed a temptation to quit. Mm -hmm. Um, For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Because committed love images the love of God and Mm -hmm. the devil hates God. So he's going to try his darndest to get you to give up, throw in the gloves, call it quits. Mm-hmm. Um, and so actually even to name that, that that's going to be a reality, yep. that alone will help you and help us to, to live faithful love. Amen. Because to know that there's a battle for your love. Why? Because your love is good. Oh. Your love is sacred. Your love is precious and it's worth, it's worth living and loving yeah. and it's worth dying for. Yeah. And it's going to do some beautiful, holy damage to this world. Yeah. If you, if you let it, yeah. it's just the temptation fight. Yeah. This is the, that's where you want to be fighting. Yeah. And actually, it's really true. And, and to position, as you're saying, you know, whether I'm, we're preparing or um, very imminently close to committed love or in it to win it, knowing that battle, mm-hmm. knowing that temptation um, actually helps us to name our battle plan or to, just to name kind of the postures of heart that will help us to live mm-hmm. toward and in faithful committed love, you know. And yeah, I, I think it's so important. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like a quiver of arrows. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like what about people who are thinking of, I don't know, marriage or religious life or yeah, the committed to that one love. Yeah. How do we, how do the preparation chain preparation chain? (laughs) Yeah. What, how do we, um, look towards that or, or prepare for that faithful love? Yeah. I think like, um, just a few thoughts Mm -hmm. because again, this is, we're covering a lot of ground here, uh, per usual, but I would say like, yeah, um, I think the best way as you're looking towards living this, yes, mm-hmm. is um, living all the little yeses mm-hmm. that are going to grow you towards that. Mm-hmm. So like first, it's like date intentionally mm-hmm. and date for the other person mm-hmm. in a way that like you want to be about their good. You want to be preparing them for their future spouse mm-hmm. um, and um, protecting each other's love and hearts and yes, mm-hmm. reverencing each other mm-hmm. in that and um, seeking to live relationships with virtue and that beautiful virtue of chastity, which actually protects Mm -hmm. love, actually flourishes it and grows it, Um, that it can be this huge training ground to train your emotions, Mm -hmm. your imagination, your thoughts, um, your inclinations. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a huge and beautiful training ground uh, to prepare for the great love so that you can live the fullness of love that your heart mm-hmm. desires. I think as a caveat to that, to also pray every day for mm-hmm. your future spouse mm-hmm. 
And that is an awesome thing. I had a dear friend in college who prayed every day for her future spouse. She wrote letters to him Mm -hmm. and it it actually kept her heart focused. Mm. And her marriage is one of the most beautiful I've ever seen. Wow. And her heart was so ready Mm -hmm. um, to be given to him. And in a sense, when you meet someone you've been praying for, yeah, it is so powerful. There's a spiritual connection there. Yes. Really, truly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it, I think even looking at their engagement and how they met, it's Mm -hmm. like God's hand was so powerfully present in it. And it was because she had given him permission. Mm -hmm. She'd given God permission to come into Mm -hmm. even that, that time of training and preparation. Mm -hmm. Um, so some thoughts if you're preparing. I love that. And yeah, I, sister, those are fabulous. And I, I love everything you're saying and just, yeah, that exhortation to, to practice virtue, mm-hmm. you know, and to really live it. And sometimes it's helpful to like pick a virtue a month and just be like, I'm going to work on patience this month or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Especially if you can't focus sometimes. I can't focus sometimes. So it's good <laughs> to just pick a point of focus. Um, but also I think too, like really noticing your friendships. Um, h- how are you living your friendships? Yes. And not just, I'm not talking about dating relationships even, but just friendships. That's awesome. Because friendship is a foundation, is the foundation really for, for marriage and for actually any committed relationship. Lifelong vocation. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, am I living, you know, there's like, we talked about in the previous episode, like the different kinds of friendships, the utilitarian friendship the pleasure-based friendship and then virtuous friendship. Mm-hmm. So am I hanging out with this person because I'm getting something from them or because it's just because it's super fun? Or are we calling each other higher? Are we calling each other to virtue? Are we calling each other to Jesus? Um, are we kind of running the race together? That's the kind of friendship we want. That, that's the kind of friendship marriage is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so am I living that now? Because every friendship is a kind of a practice ground mm-hmm. for for that uh, ultimate friendship. Amen, sister. Um, and so, yeah, really, yeah, reflecting on that and, and seeking those friendships. And yeah. you know what? If, if we're finding ourselves in bad friendships or friendships that are leading us to to sin or to away from the Lord in any way, you know, maybe to consider, bring, you know, to bring that to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's inviting you to something new. Amen. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. And even to look at how strengthening mm-hmm. all my friendships were to preparing me for mm-hmm. my lifelong vocation, it's actually outrageously powerful to think about. Isn't it? It's really awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Or even, sister, to think about um, those couples mm-hmm. um, who are engaged. Yes. It's uh, what a special time. It is. I think it's it's one of the most kind of unnoticed and unacknowledged sacred times mm-hmm. and that needs some more support. Like, for engaged couples, I cheer you on. Yes. <laughs> and actually, I can only exhort you use that time well Mm -hmm. it is such sacred grace filled time like god wants to dump grace upon grace (laughs) into your hearts and your minds and Mm -hmm. your souls to use that time to lean into the hard questions Mm -hmm. to have deep conversations Mm -hmm. to prepare each other well and to grow your freedom to giving the fullest yes possible to each other yeah. in love. And I mean, even thinking about our lives, sister, it's like, right. I mean, it's eight years before we can make final vows after entering. It's amazing. Right? <laughs> it's a long time. It's a long time. And yes, it's like three years uh, prior to making, um, you know, first vows, simple vows. And yet, um, when I look at that time that grew me in openness and vulnerability and this capacity for freely committing myself mm-hmm. to love and to this one love. Mm-hmm. Um, I thank God. Mm-hmm. And when I, I think about married couples, it's like uh, that period of engagement. Yeah. Um, just just cheering people on to, yeah. to take it up and to 
to crush it with the Lord. <laughs> I know. I I believe. Yeah. I believe. And I really think it's important what you said about having good conversations mm-hmm. because, and I don't know what marriage prep programs you're all in who are listening, but there's different vari- varieties of programs. But I encourage you to, to actually ask the hard questions like you had mentioned, sister, mm-hmm. really go there. And I'm not just talking about finances yeah. or cars or whatever <laughs> you're talking about, but, but actually like, like what do we both believe about the church's teachings mm-hmm. on life and love? Mm-hmm. Um, when one of us gets sick, how are we going to deal with that? Um, you know, X, Y, Z to really go to the hard, mm-hmm. uncomfortable places that you kind of don't want to talk about, but actually you need to yeah. go there now. Yeah. I think it's so important. And, and to foster, as we we're saying, even previous, but to, to help foster that, that friendship between you yes. by having good conversations, by spending time together, mm-hmm. you know, forming habits now that are going to hold you mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's so important. Builds the foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the capacity for, for true conversation and dialogue. Yeah. I mean, it's great to ask the questions like the book, five love languages, mm. Gary Chapman. It's super helpful. I actually didn't know the type of love that fills your love tank and that fills the love tank of your spouse. You're supposed to be mm-hmm. to get to know each other's temperaments or work styles or just likes and dislikes. It can be a huge gift to know yourself, but also to know your spouse so mm. that you can be for each other and be a friend to each other. Love isn't for sissies. No, it's not easy. And, and in fact, for those who are engaged, I just want to say too, like it's probably you're going to experience a lot of spiritual battle even mm-hmm. before your marriage. Mm-hmm. It's just real because your love is so good and beautiful. And it's, and you're the, the faithful yes, you're going to say is powerfully going to change the world. Yeah. And the devil hates that. So he's going yes. to try to, you know, create division or confusion or whatever. So to anticipate, yeah, I'm probably going to have mm-hmm. spiritual battle before the big day mm-hmm. um, and to not be surprised by it, but actually forewarned is forearmed, right? So there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually speaking of the big day, I mean, how for people who are in it to win it, who've said the yes, who <laughs> yes. have the ring. Yeah. What does faithful love look like well, here? Yeah. To be a faithful spouse, mm-hmm. um, to be this fidelity to, to the one and great love uh, that we're called to. Even being 14 years in uh, mm-hmm. to my own lifelong yes here, uh, which does get better every day. It's powerful mm-hmm. as you uh, anchor your love on God and um, know that he is for you mm-hmm. in it and that he is going to supply. And so I think, too, it's it's depending on God mm-hmm. and admitting, you know, I'm not going to have what it takes. I'm going to have to lean on God. Mm-hmm. And I think being humbly real with that that as I give God permission and I, I do my lousy best each day, it's going to bring about something beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that one feels poor in their love. And mm-hmm. I would say, don't let that be discouraging. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that again, your poverty is an opportunity to say, okay, God, like, how do I love here? Wow. Mm-hmm. I haven't, haven't tried this before. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know how to receive another person mm-hmm. in this place, or I, I actually don't know how to be vulnerable mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And, those are all beautiful ways that God is actually at work, expanding your heart, expanding mm-hmm. your capacity to give and receive, expanding your capacity to live in the life of the Trinity, which whether it's marriage or consecrated life, um, it's going to be about doing that. Mm-hmm. I think another quick little thought is it's all about the little things. Yeah. And that's where it begins and it ends. Um, is doing the little things mm-hmm. and staying faithful to the little mm-hmm. things, uh, whether it's the routines 
and disciplines that you know hold you in in a deeper virtue um, that's going to free you to say yes to love uh, mm-hmm. when it gets demanding to mm-hmm. make the hard choice of love even when you don't feel like it mm-hmm. um, because ultimately love is is a choice it's it's allowing my will to to just be centered upon this this one yes for all of my years and all of my days and that that commitment is some people view it as oh my gosh that's gonna totally crash <laughs> crash my life or or crouch my style or um, be a diminishment but it's precisely the opposite yeah that um, committed love is what expands and ennobles and blesses and fulfills yeah. uh, the human life and the human heart and so I I dare you I dare yeah. you to live it yeah um, and to get up when you fail a thousand times a day mm-hmm. um, because it's it's the thing worth failing at and trying again at mm-hmm. what about you sister sister I love that and to piggyback on that just yeah, loving in the little things, even the unseen things. Mm-hmm. And just, I remember hearing a story about a woman whose husband was at sea mm-hmm. and she she w- would wear his favorite color um, even though he couldn't see her. He was away at sea and she actually hated that color. <laughs> but like, why did she wear it? Because she loved him. And she's like, it's his favorite color. Like, it was like a no-brainer so for awesome. her. It was a no-brainer for her. It was like this little way of being faithful. Um, and I think that's so important. Just, yeah, little things, you know, in our thoughts our actions, our words, choosing the other mm-hmm. um, over ourselves often, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think, spending time with the other. You know, it's like, you don't have to stop dating just because you're married. Amen. You know? <laughs> like, That's awesome, sister. You can actually go on dates. Mm-hmm. And I actually encourage you, for those who are married, go on dates every week. Every yeah. week. If you have kids, get a babysitter. I don't know. Yep. But like, you know, and it's it's actually beautiful. Have fun together, mm-hmm. you know? For sisters, going on retreat, mm-hmm. um, for priests, uh, taking time to get away and, and letting God love you mm-hmm. and, and being present to mm-hmm. uh, that love of your life in a, in a mm-hmm. dedicated way and creating space for that. It's so vital mm-hmm. to keeping one's love alive. And it gives us courage, I think, too, to die. Yes. Right? <laughs> because love is going to draw us into that. It's death to self. And we see that in Christ the bridegroom. Mm-hmm. He dies completely to himself to pour out his love, this unsparing love upon his bride. And with Christ, it will bring you to new life. Yeah. And I think you have to have the courage to test that and to dare in that, yeah. um, to be able to glean the blessing and the grace of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's not for sissies, and it takes great courage. Mm-hmm. And that's why you also want to to have friends who are living that yes, too, mm-hmm. so that you can encourage each other mm-hmm. and help each other uh, in the challenges that love will bring. Mm-hmm. But but know that that's part of it. It's part of it's it. It's part of it. You know, in fact, love is going to take everything you've got. Oh, yeah. And actually, that's only that's the only thing that's going to fulfill us. Yeah. Is giving everything we've got, yes, yeah, everything we are, fully, hundred percent, hundred and ten percent in, um, and that's because that's what we're made for. That's the image yeah. of God's love. Yeah, uh, we're made in His image. We're made in the image of love. Oof. That's awesome. It'll cost us everything, and yep. and that's everything. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's everything we want. It's everything we want. There's yeah, there's going to be struggles. There's going to be pain. Mm-hmm. But you know what? With the gift that it fills our hearts with, mm-hmm. um, the blessing and fulfillment is eternal. Yeah. If you've ever seen, I know we have this couple mm-hmm. uh, that goes to the daily nine o'clock mass oh, I and love them. It, they, we love them. They, I, they inspire me. Their love radiates. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been married over, I think, uh, 65 years. Mm-hmm. And whenever they, as they go to church each day, sun, rain, snow, 
whatever. They're just holding hands. Yeah. Peacefully, um, silently walking together to Mass. Mm -hmm. And then they smile at everybody and really share this incredible love, this overflow Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. love. Um, It's so powerful just to be around. And uh, it's a real testament, I think, of of the beauty of human love, the high call, the blessing, Mm -hmm. the gift. Yeah. Is to see those who have lived it. Yeah. That your yes literally radiates to the world. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And love is eternal. It is. Once it's given, it it echoes for all of eternity. Yeah. So yeah. mercy, sister. Wow. Before we go, do you have any challenges, thoughts, encouragements? Yes. I have a challenge. Awesome. And I would I would encourage everyone to watch a film called A Hidden Life. Oh, it's so beautiful. Which is stunning. I mean, the cinematography, everything, stunning. It's about an Austrian farmer named uh, Franz Jagestadter. And actually, he's a blessed. His cause is open for canonization. He's almost a saint. Um, And he was a husband, a father, devout Catholic. And the story portrays his experience um, during World War II, during Nazi Germany, and his uh, conscientious objection to to the Nazis and his refusal to participate. part of the story and I mean the main part really is is his relationship with his wife it is one of the most stunning gorgeous portrayals of marriage I have ever seen Mm -hmm. in a film in my life Mm -hmm. it it literally is you're kind of left speechless at the end of the movie um so I really encourage everyone to see it um deeply inspiring cool and I think will be a a great uh food for prayer and for thought uh, wherever wherever you are in your journey of yes yeah awesome yeah yeah gosh I, I do. I, I absolutely loved it, and I can't wait to watch it again, actually. I know. I can't wait. Because it really is a, it's a meditation. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, what about you, before we go? Before we go, it just harkens to one of your points, sister, and again, it's a, a little story, but just to this reality that um, to grow our love, to sustain our love, to preserve and persevere in a love that is faithful, mm-hmm. you've got to leave room for fun and yeah. for being together Yeah. Uh, in a way that's just you know casual and doesn't have any goals except for just being together right and i think i experienced uh the the beauty of this um as a child we had begged and begged and begged um our parents to take us somewhere fun Mm -hmm. when we went on a family vacation um usually it was educational um and that was the focus (laughs) of all of our family vacations so sorry (laughs) yes i know i know i'm grateful now but um i mean it was a it was i think we had to get a petition drafted and signed Mm -hmm. by all 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 of us eight kids and um get mom and dad to take us to an amusement park so they finally relented Mm -hmm. and um there we were and the the lines happened to be very short and so at first my parents were like you know you you kids enjoy the rides and and we're fine we'll just watch (laughs) But we were able to encourage them to just uh, go on this roller coaster together. <laughs> and what was so wonderful is that uh, just watching them mm-hmm. um, get in, get in there, get on board, get strapped in, um, be taken for this crazy ride, and get off, and like all smiles, laughing together. Um, just you, you could see there that first spark, that young love, just wow. totally flood um, their hearts and. And what was so awesome is they're like, oh my gosh, the line's short. Let's do it again. <laughs> and like literally my parents went on this, went on this roller coaster like five or six times in a row. That's awesome. While all of us could kind of like stood there waiting like, hey, can we go to dinner now? <laughs> um, but I'll never forget it. And I actually think it's um, a real image for 
you know, my, my father did pass away and they were married for 43 years and wow. just the roller coaster of love that yeah. they rode, yeah. um, the, the struggles, the, the yeses, the resolutions, mm-hmm. the reconciliations, um, they got up every day and they, and they chose to try again. Amen. And, um, I'm eternally grateful and, um, and just, it's a roller coaster. It um, is. but to find fun roller coasters to ride <laughs> in the midst of all the other roller coasters that a great love is going to throw at you. Yeah. So there it is. That's fabulous. It's a great image sister. Yeah. And to, yeah, enjoy each other's company to be together, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, through, yeah, the ups and the downs, <laughs> <laughs> twists and turns. You know, and and also to to pray together. You mm-hmm. know, if, if you're not praying together, pray together. Find yeah. a prayer that you can pray together. That's it. That's gonna that's gonna be the linchpin. There it is. And the rosary. I just want to put a plug for the rosary. It is stellar, stunning mm. for for blessing marriages and relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in a place to pray that, awesome. That's beautiful, sister. Yeah, I love it. That's like the. Our, our mutual, uh, our mutual joint challenge <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is finding a way to pray together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think clinging to, to the rosary yeah. as a way that can really hold, hold a love, yeah. um, in Christ and in, in that, that good mother, mm-hmm. the blessed mother, she'll mm-hmm. fight for you. She will. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, should we close with a prayer? Let's do it. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we thank you. Uh, that you are love and that you pour your love out upon us at each moment and that you summon us to give a great love with our hearts, uh, with the whole testament of our lives. We ask for every grace of courage and openness and receptivity to receiving your dreams for our love, to following after them courageously and to allow your love to be the anchor, the rock, the center Um, of the love that we persevere in and seek to grow and seek to be faithful to. Blessed Mother, we ask for your prayers and your protection. And uh, Blessed Trinity, we just thank you and we praise you um, for dwelling within us and for being uh, with us always. As we say, glory be to the Father, to to the the Son, and to to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as as it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and ever shall be, world without end. end. Amen. name of the Father, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless and keep you. We're praying for you. God bless you. See you next time. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.